0: hello and welcome to the patreon shoutouts for this episode of hamburglore remember if you want your name shouted out as i'm about to do you can go and join the 40ish or so people over on our patreon and support us at the golden skull tier but you don't have to do that you can do the silver skull tier but you don't even have to do that just listening is the best thing you can do for us besides rating us five stars five stars nothing five stars nothing seriously it's early enough in the podcast that you probably still have your phone like right next to you go to apple or spotify and rate us five stars uh and i will kiss you on the mouth if you want when next we meet big wet sloppy kisses for our patrons on the golden skull tier andrew albers ben krieger casual colleen charlotte ellis colleen Humphreys, dion thomas doc rubente eddie de santiago emily Lyon, emma the seance emo seal emphatic olive ezra Hanakim, khalid saeed kyle hatfield matt aka stormageddon do not forget the stormageddon Nancy Konak, shout-out Cam's mom, Nene, 12,715, Nick Potter, pillnock Sammy V, Spence, Steph, Steven Mayfield, Victoria Dion, Zach, and you maybe, if you want to. But hey, uh, actually, real quick, I'm gonna get really, really weird with these next couple reports, and I don't want to necessarily give away what's gonna go down, but I do think that I owe people like a little bit of a content warning for the concept of derealization. Just Google that, figure out if that's gonna be a bummer for you and uh, I'll, we'll hit you. I'll let you know when it's when it's safe uh, to come back. Till then, let's start getting real stinky with it. For the weird characters in history that's used to sell you food and other garbage. I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And I'm Nathan Nomeo. Oh, great. Uh, and today we're joined by our good, good pal, Sam. Hi, Sam. How's it going? Hello. Beer-beer. <laughs> so, Sam, I think the last time you were on this show, I think we just ended up talking for the entire time about how fucking good Arby's is.
1: Yeah. Um, I think that's what which it is was, true.
0: Yeah. Um, but following up on that original question that we ask every guest on this show, I think you said something from Arby's was your favorite fast food item. Has that changed? Is there a new, is there a new game in town? What is the thing that you are like, you, you, you're you embarrassed if you get the same DoorDash person enough times in, in a row where it's just like, man, that's this bitch really loves yeah. fried pickles.
1: <laughs> oh no, that's going to be a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This isn't technically fast food, but I recently found this Jewish restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yo. And I sure do get that a lot.
0: What do you get there?
1: I get the corned beef dinger.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, uh, I'm going to have to put the explicit tags on this
1: episode. Hey, <laughs> what is a dinger? It's it's the sandwich. Um, Great. <laughs> and so they have, like, the ding style and then the Seattle style. Seattle style has half the meat. Uh, and then the mm. ding style is, like, three feet of meat on it. I need to look, yeah, I need to look okay. this okay.
0: It's a proper... It's a proper deli sandwich, then.
1: Yeah. It's called... Oh. It's called Dingfelder's.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, is it ding? It it dings because, like, the bell tolls for ye because (laughs) you're having so much fucking beef, dude. Yo, these look so fucking good. (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit.
1: So good.
0: Oh, God. I need to go to Seattle. Fuck, dude. Holy shit.
1: I got some matzo ball soup last time, oh, too. Ah.
0: Anytime, like, wet bread is involved in cooking... A banger every time. I don't know what it <laughs> a is. A dinger every time. Exactly. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of wet bread... Today, we're going to talk about Sonic Drive-In.
1: Oh! Um, I have not had Sonic in 80 years.
0: Me neither, <laughs> actually. Um, I get it so often. <laughs> uh, so... So in our discord, I'm trying to like, like scroll back up, but the Hamburg Lord channel is fucking popping. Um, <laughs> somebody in here brought it up of like, hey, you remember these uh, like Sonic things? And I'm just like, yeah. And I also like that unlocked like a portion of my brain that I'd like had been lying dormant for years. And so I'm like, OK, <laughs> my next report has to be on like Sonic drive in because America's like, drive. I, yeah, I didn't. Find out a ton of things, but I'm here to share with you what I did. So we'll get started here um, with just a relatively brief overview of the history of Sonic, comma, America's (laughs) Drive-In. I would like to point out really quick before I do move on, I want to because I forgot to put this in my notes and if I don't do it now, I will forget. Sonic slogans through the years just like increasingly sound more and more desperate and it's really funny (laughs) what i've found is that all slogans do every slogan is like it starts out and it's just like bread is what we do and then in 2022 it's just like for bread's fucking sake please yeah uh so the original the original the original slogan i won't get into now because that's part of the history part of it but like 1987 was whenever they had America's Drive-In. 1998 to 1990 was faster and better than ever. And then in 2007, they started to get jealous. It was, Sonic's got it, others don't. And then after that it was (laughs) even sweeter after dark. Uh, And then my personal favorite, their one in 2016, and I'm not making this up, you guys want to hang out sometime? (laughs) At a restaurant that doesn't have a sit down, like buddy, are you good? Like,
1: I cannot believe I ghost wrote every single one of those slogans. <laughs>
0: yeah, you guys want to hang out sometime? The next one is just gonna be like you up. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like we haven't. I guess we haven't entered Sonic's horny arc. But
1: are you mad at me? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sonic twenty twenty five. I just think it's funny. Um, Oh, Are God. you mad it's at all
1: right me? if you don't? Yeah.
0: <laughs> you never Sonic Amer, Sonic America's drive-in. You never look at me during. <laughs> 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 Amazing. Um so I was reading I I straight up took like a lot of this early history part from Wikipedia cuz I got home 40 minutes before we recorded this. Listen, um, baby, you can't make up this history. Right. You gotta find the history somewhere. I'm citing my sources, and Wikipedia cites their sources. Yeah. It's fine. Waikai nothing wrong with it, baby. So uh Sonic Drive In, I did not realize is I guess an Oklahoma-based business. Like that's where they first started. Um was founded by a dude named Troy N. Smith Sr. Sonic V um, Hedgehog. I'll just read these direct, since that provides a better storybook reading for you here. Following yeah. World War II, Sonic founder Troy N. Smith Sr. returned to his hometown of Seminole, Oklahoma, where he became employed as a milkman. This motherfucker, I'm sorry, Go I'm ahead. sorry, this motherfucker moved home to semen to be a milkman, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah.
1: You get to fuck so many wives as a milkman. That's true, good for him. This, this
0: dude's probably my dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking applications. <laughs> uh, he decided to work delivering bread because bread is lighter than milk. Uh, soon afterwards, Smith purchased the Cottage Cafe, a little diner in Shawnee, Oklahoma. Before long, he sold it and opened a fast food restaurant, and this is the name of the restaurant: Troy's Pan Full of Chicken. <laughs> oh.
1: Troy's, Troy. Troy's yeah. pan
0: full of chicken. You guys, are you guys busy right now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Have you had dinner yet?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Have, you Have you eaten? eaten? <laughs> Have you eaten is actually like a, a kind of a good slogan for a restaurant now that I think about it. Uh, in 1953, Smith joined a business partner to purchase a five acre parcel of land that had a log house and walk up root beer stand named The Top Hat. Uh, The two continued operating the root beer stand and then converted the log house into a steak restaurant. Uh, After realizing that the stand was averaging about 700 bucks a week in the sale of root beer hamburgers and hot dogs, uh, Smith decided to focus on the more profitable root beer stand and then bought out his business partner. And so originally uh, the place was called Top Hat, like it was like Top Hat Drive-In. Top Hat customers originally parked their own Top Hat meals. full of chicken. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Troy's Hat full of chicken. Um, so anywhere, like, originally, it, it was just, like, I don't know if you've, like, been to a, like, small town, like, family restaurant where it's, like, the parking lots are just fucking gravel, and you just park wherever yep. as long as you can, like, yeah, right, as long as you, like, fit anywhere in the parking lot. Yeah. That's how this was, right? Um, and, but as he went, around the country. He saw in Louisiana uh, somebody own a drive-in th- drive that used speakers for ordering and he's just like, oh, okay. Like, if you've ever played one of the Yakuza games, it's just that moment where he sees somebody fighting and he's like, holy shit. And then like, becomes <laughs> like his entire personality. Right, okay. So he basically was like, hey, this is really cool. So like, what if we kind of play around with that and make it to where parking is like super controlled and every station has like a speaker and you have to like press a little button and then people would bring the food to you. Uh, And then so Smith hired some uh, so-called quote, jukebox boys to wire an intercom system in the parking lot. Uh, And sales like went through the fucking roof because it was like just a such novel idea. Um, an entrepreneur named Charles Woodrow Pappy, P-A-P-P-E. Pappy. <laughs> saw the drive-in and was incredibly impressed and opened and negotiated with Troy, opening the first franchise location in 1956. With no paper agreement, they just shook on it. Old Chuck Pappy just showed up. Yeah. And, and it was just like, we work together now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I like to think that in the 50s, if you're in Oklahoma, if you go back on someone's handshake, that's like corporal that, punishment. Yeah, no, that's like Pistol at that Dawn for sure.
1: 100%. I feel like that's the kind of confidence I would have if my last name were Pappy, though.
0: Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, then I, my whole goal would to be, like, to be becoming a grandfather so that I could be Pappy Pappy. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> whenever, I, whenever I read that name, I'm just like, this just seems like that fucking... Uh, pappy O'Daniel guy and uh oh brother where art thou that like definitely is racist
1: uh, oh yeah
0: anyway pappy O'Daniel. so here's my favorite part of the story um they've been in business for a few years now and then realized oh fuck top hats trademarked <laughs> <laughs> and so smith and pappy changed the name to sonic in 1959 why did they pick sonic because knuckles was taken <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up I'm sorry <laughs> why did they choose sonic uh hilariously because it fit with their existing slogan that they already had it was top hat top hat drive-in service with the speed of sound okay i get and it it became sonic drive-in okay service with the speed of sound which makes sense because growing up i'm like why is it called sonic <laughs> yeah. i don't understand that's not somebody's name like yeah Yeah, it makes sense, though, with the, like, intercom thing. Yeah. I'm I'm okay with this now.
1: (laughs) I can't believe Sonic is what inspired that song by Coldplay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And it was all Sonic! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Fun little tidbit of information here. Uh, After, like, the name change, uh, the first Sonic sign was, like, installed at that location in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Um, And it stood there until, like, 2015, where they demolished and renovated the location, which I think is kind of neat. Smith and Pappy were being asked to help open new franchise locations, but had, like, no plans for royalties in place at all. Um what? They just had, like, no documentation on this. They're just like, I don't know, man, you seem like a good old fellow who likes burgers. <laughs> like...
1: They just really wanted to share root beer.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Maybe they, maybe they were just, like... Had, like, the giant fucking frosted mugs and, like, two straws in there, and they just shared it, and it was very cute. <laughs> just two old white dudes doing that. I love that. Me and Pappy sharing a frosty brew. So they had a paper company, I guess. And sure. Yeah.
1: I love they had the a, office. Right. Uh,
0: and so what they did was they just charged an extra penny for each Sonic label hamburger bag it sold uh and then the proceeds would be split between smith and pappy equally and then that's literally how they just did franchising for a while oh like you buy the you buy the wrappers for the Boygers, and yeah and we you give us the money okay there were no like standardized menus or operating requirements at all like no marketing so could... plan for any of them <laughs> like <laughs> yeah man that's so good like imagine rolling up to a sonic and they hand you just a pizza like yeah it's like we got spaghetti and like (laughs) sonic soup (laughs) driving come get her oh my god johnny's top half full of soup (laughs) (laughs) um that's really all the like interesting parts of the the sonic history stuff that i found um but what really launched me in down this rabbit hole is that there were mascots Um, (gasps) uh what so in 1997 up now in 1997 keep in mind i did not remember any of this until like three days ago um in 1997 sonic launched their kids meal equivalent the wacky pack um a phrase which even glancing at accidentally while researching for this report opened a floodgate of long forbidden information just like (laughs) pouring into my fucking skull okay Um, (laughs) I felt like fucking Nicolas Cage looking at the fucking Declaration of Independence, just being like, look at this eBay listing. That's her. Um, Yes. You you were light Yagami touching the death note again. 100%. Yeah, I take a tater tot and I eat it.
1: Um, Oh my
0: God. So the Wacky Pack consisted of, and this is as far as I can remember, uh, because... These characters are fucking surprisingly difficult to, like, find information
1: about. Um, so
0: we do have, let me, uh, let me bring these images over here. It'll take a second.
1: I'm scared. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, fair. No,
0: I'm, I'm a little scared always. Uh, we're going to play a little game. You're going to tell me what this boy's name is. That boy's name is Mikey Hot Dog, of course. Oh, of course. Sam, what do you think his name is?
1: It's kind of like a Todd.
0: So, Tater um, Todd. So. Todd. Believe it or not,
1: Tater Todd,
0: Sam is the closest. His name is Pete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Additionally, the other character listed here is Coney Dog, who's a little hot dog boy.
1: Oh, he's very good.
0: He's a very good boy. Um, so up next. Uh, we have <laughs> this. Uh, we have Bart Simpson at home character. Ooh, <laughs> that's fetal alcohol syndrome. Fred, that's who that yeah, is. Yeah, it definitely is. Sam, what do you think?
1: The jersey is giving Chad.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. His name is Junior. Junior. Okay. So very yeah. close
1: to Chad. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Sam really wants.
0: <laughs> Sam really wants to pull out a win here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I really need to win. Come
0: on, guys! I really need this. Here's the third one. That's uh, Susie. That's little. That's Susie. Little Susie, deep fried pickle. Mm, Kathy. Okay. That's Kathy. It is yeah. Molly, actually. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> i think sam is just claiming to have won now <laughs> yes uh and then here's uh the last of uh, i could only find a picture with two of them really um who's the one on the left here cherry correct yeah <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah it's yeah. a cherry c-h-e-r-r-i-e yes um, dude. <laughs> these <laughs> motherfuckers look like they got cut from doug for looking too sad they do absolutely <laughs> well whenever this whenever sorry uh, i don't want to gloss over the fact that i just fucking nailed you.
1: <laughs> I was to say, that that right there any points that i had added up are now null yeah no count. no
0: yeah no i've sent you to the shadow realm i didn't expect either of you to get any of those <laughs> <laughs> uh, holy shit <laughs> hope they hope they sell weed in hell Sam. god me too <laughs> um oh my god so yeah uh, that's all of them and then here is uh the the one character that uh really kind of spurred this information on that's tot his name is tot he's just a tater tot he's just a little guy he has big like a uh, snapchat hot dog energy he does that's 100%. also
1: a marshmallow yeah, no,
0: he's, he is absolutely that just is like his
1: flavored marshmallow. He is 100 percent
0: just a marshmallow made of cheese, like just or like cheese. solid. <laughs> like you just had like a fucking cylinder cutter just to go through a wheel of cheese. Todd is the only real one that kind of stuck around. Um, I remember seeing like a few toys and like promotions as a kid for like. The Wacky Pack crew, or whatever the fuck they called them. There is nothing wacky about these folks. (laughs) They are just people. Like...
1: They're just some guys. Yeah.
0: Like, I had... I probably, like... I don't know, like... I know my mom listens to the show. Hi, Nancy. Mom, if you have any of this shit lying around, I would like to see it, because mostly so I can just be like, hey, look at that fucking thing. And then that's, like, it. Like, I don't really care about it, but it'd just be interesting (laughs) to see. Um... But, like, I don't know, I remember, like, a whole lot of this stuff uh, from whenever I was a kid, because there was a Sonic, like, right by our house. There still is. It's great. Right. I don't know, man. Like, I I always remember thinking it was, like, this huge deal, but then, like, nobody, not even, like, the greater Internet nor the fucking Sonic Corporation, like, remembers these fucking (laughs) kids, which is wild. Like... Uh, It's like a Subway Subman situation. I I literally wrote in my notes, this is, it's like, Tot is the only one that actually like stuck around. Because you think of Sonic, you think of like Chili Dogs and Tater Tots, right? Like that's kind of their thing. That and like a fucking Cherry Limeade, right? And I wrote here, it's kind of a Subman scenario, but entirely just... Yeah, we don't really need a mascot, but he's he's just kind of here and a little guy. So we just let him hang out. But like he's not here and a little guy and like instead of the whole like, you know, weird family secrets, scary website thing. Um, yeah. Yeah. I aspire to be just a little guy that people are like, yeah, you can they can hang out yeah. uh, like <laughs> it's ve- it's like very similar to like the whole like Subway Subman thing. Yeah. Like it's just one of those things that like some restaurants have them because it's like a very franchise based thing for Sonics. Some of them have them, some of them don't. Like, you're kind of up to your own to, you know, do all of your own, like, store marketing and stuff like that. But, like, a few stores have them and stuff. Like, just like a costume, it's just the fucking cool tater tot guy, which is great. Um, (laughs) It's uh, the cool tater tot guy! It's the best mascot you can have! Exactly! Like, like, we kind of talk shit on people who do, like, really shitty marketing and stuff like this. This is, like, ostensibly, like very lazy but also like i don't know man he just seems chill tater tots sometimes, are great sometimes
1: sometimes you don't need to overthink it. right
0: yeah what more could you want yeah he's just a little guy everyone yeah uh audrey whenever i was like telling her what i was going to be talking about this evening she's just like what does his anatomy look like are there bones in there and i said i don't want to <laughs> think about this because as far as i'm concerned he's just a little guy <laughs> so um, i think there's one gear inside of him i and think that's so. how yeah. he works and it's not connected to anything it's just no. floating in there just going this <laughs> is like a digimon black gear scenario <laughs> um Holy yeah shit. i uh, there's a lot of so they did the thing like for a while because the wacky pack i guess is still a thing um but it's more of like they do a lot of still whacking they do like a lot of branded toys and stuff now um so it's like you're just kind of like leaning more into like the happy meal side of stuff um but i'm putting here in hamburg lord chat just a few they used to do whenever uh like around the end of the wacky pack kids era they did a lot of like tots collections as like little plushes and stuff that you could get which are just essentially like TOT just cosplaying as other things which is incredible Uh, like here's, here's like zoo tots and like there's a there's like a rare like endangered species one and it was like in support with uh, like, a like there's a bat yeah, yeah 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 uh here's a halloween oh. one which is really good just oh, stuff is, like costumes skin. um over time as like the art kind of changed uh here's more like plastic toys but you get farm tots buddies dude <gasps> get a little cowboy hat tot fuck dude oh it's the only way to make him better is just give him a little yeehaw <laughs> yeah i remember having as a kid there was a uh it was like a it's like kind of like a container for i don't know like i i feel like just because of my job i always am like well you can fit like this many pokemon cards in it um yeah yeah but it's yeah, like, a yeah. Little, like snapbook kind of like uh shell case thing that you can fit like little books or like maybe like pencils and shit like that in uh, yeah. And it was like literally just an entire like tot body. And I thought it was the coolest shit ever. Um, I've been told I have a tot body. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> I have a vivid memory of my parents uh, really not appreciating uh, bringing to, I think, a Cub Scout show and tell my uh, thing of the uh, beer bottle caps that I had collected in our yard, just like completely <laughs> filled with it. And I did not rinse them out. Um, and so everybody this is my sticky cup so i definitely (laughs) made my parents look like drunks which was funny (laughs) shout out to nancy we have bell beefers at home um yeah uh and then completely uh tangentially related at all um and hilariously ending this report on a bummer Um, (laughs) Here's a fact I learned in research. In 2001, Todd's dead. In 2001, (laughs) Sonic uh, earned their they began their first sponsorship for uh, NASCAR. Their 2001 NASCAR Winston Cup Series season. Uh, Their driver was Dale Earnhardt, who was killed on the final lap of the very first race of the season. Uh, Yeah. So that's uh, oh my
1: god, Todd killed him.
0: no tot no stop that's right raise <laughs> hail and praise dale <laughs> <laughs> holy shit oh, oh, yeah no uh, i did not think that dale earnhardt was gonna show up. <laughs> <laughs> me neither i had no idea i don't know what this show is anymore <laughs>
1: This is like an MCU level crossover. Yeah, it
0: is. It is. Yeah, and wait till absolutely. you get to mine. <laughs> uh, oh yeah. No. It's, uh, yeah. So anyway, that's what I learned about Sonic today, friends. Uh, Sonic's good. I should eat Sonic more. They have pretty good blizzards. Not blizzards. That's Dairy Queen. It's been a long day. I meant to say Sonic Blast, um, but I said Blizzard. Fucking we don't who have cares? a Sonic
1: around Seattle. I don't think.
0: Oh, that sucks. You don't have Sonic. You don't have Arby's. Like, fuck. No, going on out They're out there? of
1: range if you don't have a car. See, well, Seattle doesn't have a lot of chains in general. Mm. It's fucked up. So I suffer. I suffer when I want some Panda Express. It's fucked up.
0: It's fucked up. Uh... Yeah. Well, on that happy note, let's take a quick break, um, and we'll be right back with uh, whatever Nate has today. So, bye. yes, we will. Everybody, we're back uh nate what you got this week there is too much stuff that's the end of the, the- show everybody <laughs> thanks uh there is simply too much shit heaps and heaps of things we all feel like we have to keep track of all the time and it doesn't matter if we like the thing or not i vaguely know what's going on in the lord of the Rings show even though i will never ever watch it but the wild thing is about researching products and all this bullshit over the past couple of years is like products are usually around a hundred years old it's very rare that we do a report on like a new thing um and even when we do do it on a new thing like Audrey's report on uh pink I almost sauce. said pink slime but the I pink mean, sauce it is but <laughs> they so <laughs> it's so heavily documented that there are so many details and like eyewitness accounts to go over (laughs) and such. Um, But going over products that have like, you know, a century of history, there's so many crazy rabbit hole offshoots that you can go down and get completely distracted by the massive, just sheer amount of cumulative knowledge about bullshit there is to have in the world to that point in this report we're going to talk about the border between realities oh, and the great, variety great. of entities that await on the other side of that border and what their intentions might be but before we get into that i'm going to mention some more weird wikipedia drama this time i'm not involved in it um <laughs> I forgot about that. we're going to talk about joe rogan and more great um this is nate's report on dmt <laughs> yep uh, cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> the Keebler Company is an American cookie and former cracker <laughs> <laughs> manufacturer. Yeah, I think you could. I think my mother is like a former cracker manufacturer. <laughs> she had me. <laughs> um, founded in 1853, it has produced numerous baked snacks. Advertised with the Keebler elves, Keebler has marketed brands such as Cheez It, Sunshine Biscuits, Chips Deluxe, Club Crackers, El Fudge cookies. Famous Amos, or as I like to call it, Famous Anus, (laughs) Fudge Shop Cookies, Murray Cookies, Austin, Plantation, Vienna Fingers, Townhouse Crackers, Wheatables, Sandy Shortbread, Pizzeria's Pizza Chips, Chachos, Zesta Crackers, and more. I like that this cadence is just like, okay, the rest of Nate's report is just reading a list of what they (laughs) are. Also, I hate that... I know almost all of those from this godforsaken show now. Fucking Pizzeria's Pizza Chips got me, and so did Chachos. I'm like, that's not fucking real. You can't tell me Chachos is real, dog. (laughs) Come on. I mean, what the fuck is a Keebler? Well, I'll get into it. Okay, great. The Keebler slogans are uncommonly good, and a little elf in magic goes a long way which are both things that presume an ominous tone when brought up (laughs) on a program like this. (laughs) Like, this show has ruined, like, normal, Hmm. kind of fantastical, uh, like, concepts for, like, marketing and stuff. Like, I'll buy a box of, uh, like, Lucky Charms, and I'll be like i don't trust you man (laughs) (laughs) just make eye contact with the box the whole fucking time at checkout like on the back of uh lucky charms boxes it says like what the different shapes give lucky the power to do and i hate that i know (laughs) that i know what those do
1: it's different than like the discomfort i get whenever liam comes to visit Since he's Irish, I just get this, like, uncomfortable feeling walking by a box with a (laughs) leprechaun on it. I'm like, is this going to offend him?
0: Yeah, is this? Yeah. (laughs) That's so fucking funny. So the animated Keebler elves, led by Ernest J. Ernie Keebler, Mm. rank among the best-known characters from commercials. Citation needed. (laughs) Um, I love the, like, weird snippy Wikipedia vibes that happen when it's like this is a great character yeah you're gonna need to source that okay (laughs) i I don't like him i do want to briefly interrupt and say uh the person who wrote the wikipedia article or edited the wikipedia article going over the daytona 500 that killed dale earnhardt uh wrote that with the passion of delivering like just an incredible speech at like their fucking graduation, like it was like, you real. It was it was good. The motherfucker did that magna cum loud. Shout out. <laughs> Ernie is the head elf and friendliest of the bunch. That one is sourced. Oh, okay. <laughs> that he's the friendliest. Oh, oh, okay. Which I don't. I don't like. Yeah, I know. I a don't guy. like that. I know a guy. Um. The elves have appeared in countless television advertisements throughout the years shown baking their unique products in the commercials the keebler tree logo was often turned into a tree which the elves reside uh leo burnett worldwide an advertising agency created the elves in 1968 calling the bakery the hollow tree factory which again an ill omen on this show just to be like it's the hollow tree yeah i think that's actually uh my favorite bloodborne level the empty (laughs) Yggdrasil, like. (laughs) Yeah, that goes fucking hard. Like, give me a metal album right now. (laughs) Yeah, dude, the Hollow Tree Factory is literally just what the Erd Tree in Elden Ring is. (laughs) (laughs) So, J.J. Keebler was the original King Elf in 1969 and was featured in a classroom film about animated commercials and how they're made. Ernie Keebler became the head elf In 1970, which I don't know if Head Elf is is like better or worse than King Elf. Yeah, but
1: down with the monarchy. That's right. Yeah,
0: yeah. Rest in peace, bozo. Yeah, maybe it's like a Britain (laughs) like anarchy is like kind of there, but like they also have like the whatever the fuck they have. I don't. The crown season 17 with the yeah yeah. You shouldn't care about Britain, everybody. Unless you're Um, one of our listeners, then thank you then thank you and then also maybe consider whatever um so <laughs> <Consider> better <laughs> choices yeah yeah i
1: mean we live in northern america northern ireland is so, right there
0: uh-huh. if we take like head to mean physiologically yeah maybe a literal brainworm man is more powerful than a king but hey what's a worm to a non-believer um <laughs> i'm gonna kick your ass <laughs> <laughs> me too um <laughs> other elves were and this is an insane list friar tuck who promoted Munchums. <laughs> I want to get blazed with Friar Tuck. Dude, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Holy yes. shit. Yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> Ernie's nephews Zoot and JJ, known for Pizzeria's Pizza Chips. Zoot? I know. Dude, it's, it, it, like, if his Christian name is Zoot, hell yeah. That tree knows how to fuck him. <laughs> if the trees are rocking, don't come and rocking. <laughs> who's your daddy we don't know Uh,
1: (laughs) Poppy, the co-founder of sonic poppy the top hat (laughs) elf poppy
0: toppins (laughs) ladies um so ernie's mother ma keebler young elmer keebler buckets who threw fudge on the cookies hell yeah fast eddie who wrapped the product sorry his name is fast eddie (laughs) yeah he wrapped the product uh sam the peanut butter baker uh, there you go. Yeah, that checks. Um, <laughs> Roger, the jeweler. What? <laughs> <laughs> that gives. Wait a minute. That raises so many questions. Doc, the doctor, <laughs> the epidemiologist. <laughs> um. Here's Tony in accounting. <laughs> Zach, the fudge shop supervisors. <laughs> Flo, the accountant. Fuck. <laughs> Leonardo, the artist. Elwood who ran through the dough. (laughs) (laughs) Professor Edison, Larry, and Art. Uh, No jobs listed on the old uh, Waikai Padaya. on that. Fucking freeloaders.
1: (laughs) Clout chasers riding the coattails. (laughs) As
0: I was reading Wikipedia, I clicked on the advertising agency, Leo Burnett Worldwide, uh, to see, just out of curiosity, what other brands they've worked with um, that we've covered on the show. And as always... (laughs) um <laughs> you're like all of them every single one <laughs> uh so it, yeah. as always it was to get like ideas for future stuff Of just like oh yeah like hr yeah, puffin yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. or whatever the fuck they have done the jolly green giant mm-hmm. uh lucky them and the pillsbury Doughboy and charlie the tuna <gasps> from star yeah, 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 um all things that we've done on the show before all things they that, also like, definitely have a very similar like Vibe artistically, too. Did mm-hmm. I
1: ever tell you guys that when I was younger, I had a very real fear of the Pillsbury Doughboy? Mm. Because <sighs> I had a nightmare once. I thought you
0: were going to say you had a crush on the jo- Jolly Green Diane or like. A <laughs> I thought you were going to say that you had a crush on Charlie Tuna. So.
1: I mean, but that would be talking about the past and not now. Oh, sure,
0: sure, sure, sure. Right. But. Which you do.
1: <laughs> which I do. I had a nightmare when I was a kid that pillsbury doughboy was trying to murder me tight
0: hell yeah could
1: not could not see it did Did he ever succeed i wish
0: if you if you die (laughs) in the dream you die for real (laughs) um oh no what did he use to try and kill you
1: it was just like he had like fangs like sharp teeth and red eyes
0: yo yo I am I am I am disturbed now. <laughs> that's
1: hard as yeah. that's
0: hard as fuck, dude.
1: <laughs> it took me it took me years to just like kind of get over that because I would have this just kind of
0: like a reaction visceral reaction, yeah.
1: When I saw him.
0: Uh, but he's already creepy. Yeah. Yeah. I think I said he um, was a golem. Whenever yeah, we, he, you yeah. said that he was a golem and you like recited some stuff from like jewish myth and yeah, stuff it's crazy I don't, no. <laughs> um so like this this advertising company has also done stuff for like mcdonald's in india but what's extremely wild to me and catches my eye every time when a seemingly benign source of information like an advertising company has a tab in wikipedia entitled controversy love that <laughs> welcome to my miniature report in the english dub of pokemon the johto journeys um (laughs) the uh, activated my sleeper phrase the character james gets partially swallowed by his victor bell ladies (laughs) and uh while while struggling utters garbled dialogue consisting of the phrase leo burnett and four kids are the devil back mask yes that is true actually (laughs) i did know about that pokemon joe <laughs> because like they were paying them like dog shit like more than yeah. now even well it was they didn't pay for use of audio clips and promos for the show right that's yeah. what that's what that was specifically about it was redubbed for home releases and i just thought that was oh. interesting because pokemon mm-hmm. um but the main one is the north face uh debacle oh boy um, what? oh boy in 2019 brazilian-based subsidiary of leo burnett uh engaged in product placement on wikipedia in which they placed images advertising the north face product on wikipedia and advertised that they had done so in a video on youtube they literally went to like wikipedia articles for like places and like replaced the photos of like a photo of them there but it was a person in a north face jacket Holy like shit. they just like they just like sprinkled wikipedia with semi wikipedia related photos with people in north face jackets i am mad at how fucking brilliant that is <laughs> obviously the wikimedia foundation was like hey hey yeah uh-uh. yeah <laughs> don't do that and they apologized which is hilarious like what a, what an insane like a couple of things right uh do you know what else is crazy joe rogan great um (laughs) there's absolutely no way that i could put myself through writing a report on joe rogan without killing myself publicly afterwards but suffice it to say the man with the biggest nips in the biz (laughs) is a fan of something that fans of psychedelics may know as dmt oh you were not kidding earlier (laughs)
1: my god
0: yeah and also don't google joe rogan nipples because you'll cry (laughs) don't do it (laughs) do do google
1: i'm like shaking and sweating right now trying not to do it
0: do google the picture of him like in a sauna just like sweating like an at like a fucking baby that's just been born like it's (laughs) so fucking funny joe rogan is the like renaissance drawings of babies where like artists were like babies are just must little muscular men right we don't know how to draw babies faces so they're just 40 year old dudes on tiny bodies it's so fucking funny (laughs) every time i go to like the fucking nelson atkins here in kc i'm just like it's fucking hilarious like a baby is never held still long enough to get like an accurate rendering the baby jesus is jacked out of his fucking mind dude well if god, like if you were the son of god and you were like i'm gonna be born and you're like hold on hold on hold on, hold on. i want my lats to be fucking minging dude i want to be fucking yoked dude <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> i want my quads to, i want when my when i kick i want mary to know okay <laughs> baby jesus out here built like a professional wrestler (laughs) yeah exactly exactly uh my daddy was a carpenter but i'm a demolitions expert (laughs) okay anyway fuck i personally don't really want anything to do with drugs harder than weed but as long as people are like in a safe environment i truly don't give a shit what anybody does what does interest me about joe rogan's favorite uh brand of snack here dmt (laughs) is that the vast majority of people on dmt report seeing the same exact thing these sites do you do either of you know i have never heard this before this is fucked fantastic i know i know
1: (laughs) i know i have not um
0: these uh these sites are reported by multiple different cultures across the world be it from developed nations or from like remote civilizations if they have a drug that you know can if that is essentially dmt they all report that all is an exaggeration but they like the most overwhelming majority here like yeah in a study, it was 60%. And that was just in, like, a study. That's a huge amount. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that, in a study, that was enough. That, like, that's enough for them to say, yeah, SSRIs are good.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I feel like in a study, 20% is a significant amount. Like, dude, dude, hey, hey if me and somebody in russia saw the same thing while smoking weed if it was just like oh pizza mike showed up i would i would i would jump off a fucking bridge are you kidding me
1: pizza mike is real yeah
0: don't you dare besmirch his fucking name in this house what are you doing pizza mike is real. yeah
1: he might he might hear you
0: It's okay. Pizza Mike's not a patron. Leave out your weed for pizza Pizza Mike. Pizza Mike's not a patron. We can we can just make this patron only. We're fine. We're good. Shout out to Pizza Mike. Fuck! Um, Um so I know the answer to this is no because I asked a preliminary question earlier, but if I say the term machine elf, does that mean anything to you?
1: more than you'll ever know um (laughs) (laughs)
0: consciously know see that's exactly it see
1: i'm i'm really afraid that something's gonna like surface from my memory now
0: i don't i don't know keep going just keep going
1: i have to unpack this Um,
0: so in in uh in the hamburg lore chat i am posting and please try not to scream a artist's rendition of the machine elves ah that's a fucking keebler yeah fuck (laughs) those are the munchums dude i don't want to be around (laughs) anymore (laughs) so machine elves also known as fractal elves or self-transforming elf machines is a term coined by late ethnobiologist, writer, and philosopher, Terrence McKenna, to describe... <laughs> Sorry, Sam is having a crisis.
1: <laughs> she ain't the only like one. I was, I was trying to think of what it reminded me of, and you know the chocolate... Yeah, uh, the chocolate. Thing? <laughs> It's like if that got a mech.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get in the robot, or we'll SpongeBob will have to pilot it again. Yeah, he looks like the SpongeBob um, episode where somebody went through the fucking can opener. The term machine elf was used to describe uh, apparent entities that are often reported by individuals using psychedelic drugs, especially DMT. Dimethotriptyline is, is what I believe it is. And if I'm wrong, I, never tell me. <laughs> Basically, what happens is you take DMT and then you see some sort of crystalline or stained glass or otherwise intricate door that is colloquially known as the picture pattern puzzle door. Mm. This is real. <laughs> mm. Um, When you take DMT, basically you see a big door or border that is intricate in nature, and then some people talk about having to manipulate or solve it, some people talk about shattering through it, and some people just talk about walking through it simply. Either way, when you get to the other side, you enter in another form of the hollow tree and are greeted by another form of elf, the machine elf. And this fucks me up to no end because so many people... Report seeing these shape-shifting, ever-changing, sprightly and mischievous elves while taking DMT. Again, yeah. I don't want to partake, but it does make me intensely interested in why our brains do that. Here's a little bit more about what typically happens with the machine elves after you pass through the picture pattern puzzle door. And this is from the the non-alien like creature wiki mm-hmm. and uh, in the realm portion of this wiki it lists the machine elves as in the real realm. And I hate hate that that very much. (laughs) (laughs) So about minute one or two of the DMT trip, according to McKenna, um, one may burst through a chrysanthemum like Mandala and find there's a whole bunch of entities waiting on the other side saying, how wonderful that you're here. You come so rarely. We're so delighted to see you um they're all like jeweled self-dribbling basketballs and there are many of them and they come pounding towards you and they will stop in front of you and vibrate but then they will do a very disconcerting thing which is they jump into your body and then they jump back out again and the whole thing is going in like a high speed mode where you're being presented with thousands of details per second and you can't get a hold of your surroundings, and these things are all saying, don't give in to astonishment, which is exactly what you wanna do. You wanna go nuts with how crazy it is, and they say, don't do that. Pay attention to what we're doing. What they're doing is making objects with their voices, singing structures into existence. They offer things to you saying, look at this, look at this. And as your attention goes towards these objects, you realize that what you're being shown is impossible. It's it's not just a simply intricate, beautiful and hard to manufacture thing. It's impossible to make these things. The nearest analogy would be Faberge egg, but these things are like the toys that are scattered around nursery, a nursery inside of a UFO, like celestial toys. And the Mm. toys themselves appear to be somehow alive and can sing other objects into existence. So what's happening here is this proliferation of elf gifts, which is the best (laughs) sentence I've ever read. (laughs) Um they're all moving around and singing and they're saying, do what we're doing, do what we're doing. And they're very insistent. And they it's like they're sprightly, but they, it's like there's a little bit threatening of like, do it, do it, do it. Mm. And you feel a bubble inside your body beginning to move up towards your mouth. And when it comes out, it isn't a sound. It's vision. You discover that you can pump stuff out of your mouth by singing and they urge you to do this. They say, that's it. That's it. Keep doing it. And we're now at minute four and a half of the trip and you speak in a kind of like uh the word that they use is glossolalia which is basically just like speaking in tongues just like gaga ga goo goo shit um there's a spontaneous outpouring of syntax unaccompanied by what is normally called meaning i don't <laughs> i don't want to be around anymore <laughs> yeah cam was like i want to do a normal report episode well here you go yeah, I don't. cam's gonna be like actually we're gonna only do snackets and charts No, no what <laughs> I don't know why I expected. <laughs> so after a minute or so of this whole thing, it begins to collapse in on itself and they begin to physically move away from you. Usually their final uh, act is to wave goodbye and say, deja vu, deja vu. This concept may be related to a tendency for the brain to imagine living entities during certain altered states. The best example of this is extremely common feeling of a living presence during sleep paralysis known as <laughs> the hat man who visits mm. us in this side of the veil as opposed to the other side of the veil that the that the machine elves uh. are in. However the machinations and purpose of the hat man are the subject of my next few reports. I don't I'm literally I don't like we're this. Uh, like we're in the hat man arc <laughs> right now and wow. I can't wait to see the discord oh. react to that sentence. Oh <laughs> <God>. <laughs> hey Sam Sam, maybe it's good that you weren't high for this one.
1: <laughs> oh my god, could you imagine? Dude, I can't, I can't. I mean, to be fair, I've definitely made some, like, I'm scarred from some choices I've made while high. Yeah. Like, which media I've consumed. Sure, yeah. I'm yeah. not even sure this would be a flip on my radar No, that's at this valid. Point. <laughs> no, yeah, you're good.
0: Um, well, I have a lot to think about. <laughs> now, rest assured, I'm going to figure out what the Hat Man is what he's doing, and why. This is my purpose. Um. Hey, uh, anyway, I'll be looking for a new co-host in like seven weeks, because uh, you're going to get bored. <laughs> <laughs> now, could it be that every Keebler elf made product contains some sort of trace amount of DMT, thereby allowing its imbibers to inoculate themselves to DMT itself and creep closer to residing in the other side of the picture pattern puzzle mm-hmm. door? I don't fucking no great
1: this is how they keep recruiting elves yeah. like just to keep Keebler alive yeah
0: you're you're the new elf yeah. now dog <laughs> Keebler, i hardly know her or whatever <laughs> wow <laughs> to be honest the Keebler elves don't really have a whole lot of cool lore stuff um but i wanted to talk to talk about the concept of the machine elves and the picture pattern puzzle door for a long 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 time so there you go uh and and hat Man, i'm coming for you this concludes all known lore on joe rogan's nipples <laughs> <laughs> great yay cool hey sam thanks for being here uh where can people find you on the internet
1: on twitter at the Samethyst. I mostly post pictures of my cats these days.
0: They're very cute cats. Dude, listen, listen. Very good cats. It's an extremely, it's extremely good follow, Sam is. Correct. Good selfies, good cats, good jokes about video games and stuff. It's extremely good. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Also, shout out to uh, Ellie's meow, one of the best meows in the business, truly. Best in the biz, baby. Um,
1: Ellie, do you want to say hi? Hi, Ellie. The absolute look she is giving me from the couch right now. You
0: don't, you don't, you don't know who I am, but I would take a bullet for you. I will take a bullet from the hat man for you.
1: (laughs) From the hat man. I am the hat man. Spoiler alert. Ellie is the hat man.
0: Oh, fuck. I would believe it. I would believe it. Cats, all cats have a little bit of murderous intent in them. Okay. Well, hey, if you, dear listener, have made it this far, thanks so much for listening. Uh, If you want to support us, we got the Patreon Take us a few bucks. Be very much appreciated. Subscribing. Totally free. If you want to rate our show on whatever platform you use, also totally free. Incredibly helpful for any podcast that you care about. Um, if you liked whatever the hell this ended up being, you're just like, hey, I want to see what, I want to see what these, these two fucking idiots are up to. Some good shows on Twitter. Our show art and music is by Zach Russell. Their work can be found at Sugar Crash Tats. You can find me on Twitter at And You can find me on Twitter at VictoryPosition. Thanks again for listening, everyone. And remember, the Hat Man exists as an extant form of life.
1: And he's waiting.